Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is January 12th, 2022. This is podcast number 46. Truth is the ultimate optimist. You shape your reality. Let's begin. Realists are pessimists in disguise. What is real? If you take drugs to get high, you found a crutch not the crooks. Science tells us that everything you experience is a result of the neurons and synapses in your brain firing off to one another. In other words, your life experience is entirely composed of electric signals. If you can master these signals, you can recreate reality itself into the image of what you want it to be. At bare minimum, you should be able to create for yourself any kind of high without needing to take the actual drug. This is the ultimate kind of hacking, hacking into your own consciousness. Once you go down this path, you realize life is not merely mechanical. Consciousness exceeds the limits that science attempts to place upon it. Many people don't realize that the mind has the capacity to visualize things in incredible detail. And even it's possible to rotate intricately detailed objects in your head in 3D. This is why many people claim that books are often better than the movie. Your imagination can exceed the visuals produced by even the most expensive Hollywood blockbuster. And yet, when you silence the mind for an extended period of time, something else happens that is beyond your imagination. A brilliant flash of inspiration occurs or perhaps the velvety blanket of tranquility envelops you. Ultimately, the crown is besieged by a torrent of bliss. This is why it is so amazing that you can be liberated by never surrendering to anyone or anything. Your individuality is precious and sacred. The truth is one because one is not nothing. Don't be nothing. Be one. Thus concludes the written portion of this segment. So truth is the ultimate optimist. What do we mean by that? It's very simple. When you are unlimited and all-pervading, and yet you feel amazing, like there is no high higher than the ultimate truth, you cannot help but be an optimist. Why does pessimism exist? Why do some people proclaim themselves to be realists? What is realism? 
is realism realistic? No. Realists are those who have a perspective tainted by a jaded perspective of reality. They see limits when they should be seeing limitlessness. They are seeing the glass half empty instead of half full. If they were perpetually high, they would think to be a realist is to be experiencing bliss and love all the time. They'd be like, okay, this is reality. This is what life is about. I'm experiencing happiness. I'm experiencing bliss. I'm experiencing peace. I'm experiencing love. Every moment's an orgasm. But realists don't say that. Why? Because for them, their reality is not like that. In fact, maybe <laughs> maybe the reality for most everybody right now is not like that. But when you are coming from a place where you are experiencing bliss perpetually, guess what? To you, reality is is free of suffering reality is liberation so if you want to be liberated it's helpful to look at things from that perspective fake it until you make it because that if you are coming from a place where you are complete and all of these wonderful things are happening happening to you then obviously you're going to be happy all the time you're going to have a positive optimistic outlook on life and if you don't have a positive optimistic outlook on life, what is that doing? That's telling the universe that for you, your life is not so great. <laughs> Which is your truth, I suppose. Your subjective truth. But is that the truth that you want? Is that the truth you want to be stubborn about? Or is it, does it make more sense to have an open mind and not call yourself a realist, not call yourself a pessimist, but instead keep that door open so that new possibilities, new empowering and inspiring possibilities remain open for you. And if you think about it, I, there are those circles, there's certain people that regard the possibility that the entire life that we live in today is a simulation and it is understandable why someone could come to that conclusion if you look at where we are today with technology and we also have vr and augmented reality the line between artificial and real is becoming more and more blurred and it's very interesting and exciting in a way but it could be argued that well if we're already at this place in te with technology where technology and reality is already blurred who's to know that we're not already in an artificial reality and just not aware of it yet the irony about this is that there's an element of truth here. Yes, physical reality 
from the ultimate perspective is an illusion. Why is it an illusion? Very simple. Because it's temporary. It ends. There's birth. There's death. As of today, nobody has found a way to escape death. Everybody is dying. Everybody's number will come up. Everybody's suffering from the same ailment, which is old age and death. So, if the reality that we're living in is not a simulation and you die, that brings up some questions. What happens? What happens after you die? Is it just game over? And you can start again with a new life and a new body? Why not? Certainly sounds logical and possible. But the point is, from the ultimate perspective, all of physical reality is an illusion for the simple reason that it is temporary. And if you look at it from another perspective, only the eternal is not an illusion that which is deathless that which is birthless that which exists perpetually without beginning and without end that is what is real everything else has the illusion of being real and this illusion can be very very realistic i mean their pain can be pretty intense right it's like well if this is an illusion, kill me now. This pain is hurt so much, blah, blah, blah. Well, fortunately, we have science and technology and we have medicine that can help ease the pain because most people are not advanced yogis where they can control every synapse and neuron of their brain and block out pain like some kind of uh, Jedi master. But let's go ahead and continue here. The ultimate kind of hacking is hacking into your own consciousness. What does that mean? That means that by sitting comfortably, silencing your mind, focusing it to a pinpoint, and attempting to not have any thoughts occur in your mind, if a thought comes up, you just ignore it and let it pass you by like a billboard as you drive by with your car so that you are just not paying attention to thoughts but just going deeper and deeper. And if you can do that for an extended period of time up to like say an hour of no thoughts, you're pretty much guaranteed to have a transcendental experience to have an experience that you won't be able to explain to your friends because the fact of the matter is there is more to life than science recognizes there is improvable things for example love people talk about love like it's a chemical in your brain and it's not as technology progresses and we get these sex robots and such, people thinking now that they can somehow be better than a real woman, 
to have a or a real man but these robots ai something that they'll never be capable of is love and that's because love is not a facial expression love is an experience and it's an experience that is exchanged it's given and it's received and that kind of bond is what builds loyalty what builds trust and gives you that shared experience of family you're never going to be able to get that with a, with a robot and that's how deluded many scientists have become they become so clinical that they don't realize that love is a real thing people who have pets cats and pet dogs this is not like a visual response that it, it, why people love cats and dogs no it's because cats and dogs love their owners and their owners can feel that love from the cats and dogs just like a parent can love their child and their child can love the parent of course human love tends to be more strong and have more potential than animal love but the fact of the matter is is that love exists everywhere and it's exchanged but it only exists in living things it's not going to it doesn't exist in ai and robots and the other aspect of the mind is the capacity to visualize and visualization is an entirely other topic that you can get into but what is unique about visualization is it's pretty much purely a human phenomenon it's not proven that any other animal has the same capacity to visualize as a human does and what is the purpose of visualization well besides of course being able to visualize the books that you read and to have an imagination and to be inspired but it's also very useful to those that enjoy having some kind of meditation or spiritual practice because you can get visions through your meditations you can get visions of the future and partially what is helpful in attaining your goals is to visualize your goals as vividly as possible the more vividly you can visualize and imagine your goals the easier it is to bring that goal into reality to manifest it into the physical and that is why in some magic practices and magicians and witches visualization is an important part of their magic and of course you don't need to be a witch or a magician to practice magic people in business practice a form of magic the founder of amazon for example he visualized what he thought amazon was going to be in the future and it happened it happened as he visualized it the same is true with any successful business leader you first have a vision and that vision is what makes the 
what you're about a success without having that vision you don't have the direction and you're not going to manifest into your life what you want to manifest and so that's an important secret right there that Anyway, truth is the ultimate optimist. You shape your reality. This is how you shape your reality, through visualization, through being optimistic, to believing that you can do it, to seeing life as unlimited possibilities and not as unlimited problems. In fact, the more problems you think you see in life right now, the more opportunities there are. And so... Tilting your perspective to the positive is vital. And the truth is one because the one is not nothing. If it comforts you to believe in the concept of emptiness and nothingness, by all means, do what feels comfortable for you. But if you think about it and you understand that there is an ultimate truth this objective truth, whether you call it God, whether you call it the Holy Spirit, whether you call it the one living truth, whether you call it Dharma or Tao, it's one, it's one, and one is always more than nothing. I'd much rather be everything than nothing. Everything has possibilities within everything you can find a place for nothing but within nothing you can't find a place for everything and that is why having this idealistic perspective of abundance and abundance is a fantastic word to more than enough where society tries to dictate you that things are limited, that there's a limited supply of love, that there's a limited supply of money, that there's a limited supply of whatever it is that you want. It's all a lie. There is an abundance. There's more than enough. Don't live a life of scarcity whereby you're always struggling to survive. If you change your mindset to one of abundance, and you're able to visualize that, you are able to create that reality in your life. Of course, the ultimate power is being able to silence your mind and to have your mind be immersed and in communion with the ultimate truth. When you have that connection, while your heart also is full of love, and you also have the power of visualization, you become unstoppable. You can create anything that you want in your life. And anyone who gets in your way is doing you a favor. And you can be grateful for those people because they make you stronger. This is Atma Bodha signing off until tomorrow. You have a fantastic day.